1: She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha.
0: Hi, loves. Welcome back to Not Basic Blonde podcast. Today, we have very interesting and very informative episode. My guest is Iman Hassan who is an entrepreneur and founder of Iman Hassan Creative and she's also founder of VRN. VRN is a newest project that Iman launched recently and it's the women of color incubator by women for women. So in this episode Iman will be sharing her success story and we'll be talking a lot about entrepreneurship, how to build your brand, what to do if you struggle in your career and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi.
2: I'm so glad to have you on my podcast. Thank you so much for reaching out. I'm really excited to do this with you. Um, I'm sorry it took us a minute to get this on the books, but I'm really excited to be joining you.
0: No, no worries. I'm so excited too. Let's dive in. So can you please
2: tell us more about yourself? So um, I'm the CEO and founder of Iman Hassan Creative. We're a creative marketing agency based between New York and Miami. We're an all-female team of diverse young women, um, and we offer services in the digital and uh, virtual marketing space, as well as strategic PR. Some of the things we cover are social media, content creation, digital marketing, SEO, branding, influencer marketing, and we used to do a lot of events, but obviously with the pandemic, that kind of shifted. And I'm also the founder of We Are Ren, which we have just recently launched. It's an incubator for women of color in the beauty, health, wellness sectors. And we're just starting to kind of get word out about the second company. Um, And we will be looking into the people we want to incubate in the next couple of months. So that's me in a nutshell for both the businesses.
0: Such an impressive background and I love how you support women like you have all the women on your team. Would you please tell us more about Iman Hassan Creative and what's an idea behind it?
2: So um, I started the company. I mean, I've been working for other agencies for about 14, 15 years between working in editorial to being a stylist. to I grew up um, in London. I lived in Dubai for four years as well. Then I moved to the States about six years ago. And since I moved to the States, I was working at other different PR agencies, doing things from hospitality to uh, liquor to fashion, uh, PR and marketing. And I really wanted to create a space that was very different, something that was all female driven, super inspiring, um, a digitally focused platform, which is very rare for agencies in Miami. Nobody here really is that digitally focused. And I wanted to create an environment that people were excited to come to work, take on projects, clients that were diverse, and create ideas that were more outside the box and cater to what I call the new age of doing PR. It's much more adaptable, right? In a traditional PR agency, you go in, they have these fixed retainers. That's all they do. That's the services they deliver on. And I wanted to create something which is a lot more diverse. And that's the kind of environment we're trying to create over here. We have um, a lot of girls who come work for us straight out of college and have gotten hired from us. We have a senior VP who runs our um, PR team out of New York. So we really hire according to what the needs of our business are. But at the same time, um, creating an environment that's always um, inspiring to us team
0: and that's amazing and what services do you guys offer
2: so um we do everything from digital um, marketing um email which includes like email newsletters we do uh, content creation social media management influencer management um, we used to obviously do events which we're not doing that much because of the pandemic we do traditional and non-traditional pr seo branding so we're really like a full scope agency how did you
0: decide to become an entrepreneur what made you um
2: the- i like to march the beat of my own drum i'm very like outside the box and i just was not being able to work at places that i really kind of felt that i fitted into and the way i think and the way i am um, which is one of the reasons i also started the agency i really wanted to allow creative freedom to my team and a lot of places that i worked at i felt that they were fixed in their ways and their systems and they weren't doing things um differently and so I've always always been kind of entrepreneurial by nature, but I really decided to kind of go on my own because I wanted to create something which is very unique to other agencies what they were offering in this space.
0: I'm the same way. I can't work for anyone and I love to be to be my yeah. boss.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what I wanted. I also wanted to, you know, be in a space that people really feel like they can express themselves and we can when we get a client, we really tackle them in a unique way. We don't just take a client and say, "Okay, this is who you are, and this is what we'll deliver to you based on other strategies we've done." We really take a look at a client, and say, "Like, what is what are you looking for for three months? What is your goal for six months? What's your goal for nine months? And how can we find every single vertical possible to make you achieve your goals?" And sometimes clients come to us for like one service, but by the end of the meeting, we've converted them into multiple other services in our in our agency because it's really taking things and looking at them as a full scope picture. You know, I feel like not only PR can help you it's like PR paired with the right social media platform paired with the right digital messaging so it's all of those different things combined that equal the success of a brand
0: I like how you guys have such a unique approach because not all the companies I mean PR companies have that for sure
2: thank you we, we try to strive ourselves in like I think it's such a competitive space right now um, you know people are like struggling to keep their businesses alive and so I think the any agency um, and marketing company should like really value um, keeping their clients like focused and making sure that they're getting what they need right now at a time like this, especially. And the only way I think you can really do that is if you really are purpose driven and you also really figure out um, what the secret sauce to your client is like, what sets your client apart from everybody else. And that takes more time than your average strategy that you carve out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what is your secret to success?
2: I would say, I mean, I am a risk taker. I believe in always seeing the glass uh, full rather than half empty. Um, taking chances, I think you need to be um, like taking risks in things. Um, sometimes we get projects that are given to us and maybe it's not necessarily something that we're familiar with or within our comfort zone. And so we're always about pushing like the boundaries, pushing forward with the like ideas and carving out things which are not traditional. I think also being a young team that's super nimble And open to change has also been a huge um, factor of success for us.
0: What advice can you give to women who struggle with their career?
2: Always find your why. So, your why is essentially like your purpose and why you do what you're doing. So, one of the things I always tell people is you'll have days, no matter what you do in life, you'll be like, why the hell am I in this? Like, you know, so to always go back to your why, like, why did you want to do this to begin? with like what motivated you what drove you because everybody has a different purpose that they're driven by and going back to your why takes you back to that place of like makes reminds you of like why you decide to go down that path and I think it's very very important for women to always know what, what their purpose behind everything is, you know, that kind of really like sparks you in days that you're having a bad day and you really don't want to be doing something. So um, one of the biggest thing is, you know, take risks. It's okay to do something even though you don't know how to do it and take a chance. And the second thing is always remember what your why is.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. And I think also doing what you love
2: is important because it's kind of right. helps you to grow. 100%. And I think like, sometimes it's okay to not know yet what you completely love, right? A lot of people are like, well, maybe I want to do this or maybe I want to do that. You have to try something out, which is why I tell people to take risks, right? Because if you don't try it out, you'll never know. There's no harm in trying something out and seeing how it goes for you. It might be the best thing you ever do for your career. Or it might be something that you're like, mm, glad I tried it, but this is not for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Plus you learn when you try new things and you still absolutely. get some experience from it.
2: I think the the world has taught us one thing right now is that nothing is for certain and things are ever evolving and ever changing. And I believe that's how people should be as well. They should also be always growing, evolving, changing. And change can sometimes be very scary for a lot of people because we're fixed in our ways and we know what we like and we like what we know. But then you're blocking yourself from so much other stuff out there that you might be so talented at just because you're so consumed with like the fear of not doing something.
0: I just love how you said it. That's so true. Plus... Always get out of your comfort zone. That's the
2: hardest part. Right. The best part. hundred <laughs> percent. And I think pushing yourself is like really, really important. Yeah. Um, how do you do both being an influencer and at the same time doing PR? So I feel the biggest thing, um, again, this is how I approach like modern day marketing is you need to be your own brand. I always tell my clients this I tell everybody, so you are a representation of everything you're doing. So for me, it was a very natural fit. Um, I've always used my platform to grow the business whether I worked for somebody else or now that I'm working for myself and create awareness around our clients, the companies, the brand, the platforms, all of that and I think that when you have a digital presence nowadays it almost makes it easier for you to go do your job and I the influencer thing like by chance, just I, I laugh sometimes. I'm like, it happened by chance. I kind of just fell into that bucket. And, you know, I got I grew a network and I got some followers and stuff. But at the end of the day, I think it's very important to make sure no matter what you do professionally, you keep a digital media presence because the world is changing and adapting always. And in today's day and age, both of them go hand in hand. For me as a business, a young business owner, I think Having a digital presence is super important. I don't think there's a way to do it without doing it that way.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And what do you think? Are brands and influencers struggling right now? I mean, I see some brands are actually booming and they're at their best right now, and other brands are struggling on the other
2: hand. So, what do you think? I think the luxury market is very, very tricky right now. Um, super luxury brands really took a hit, and I think they really have to revisit whether they want to be seasonal, whether they want to change out their price points, whether what their consumers actually buying. So it's very difficult for super luxury brands right now. I do think being an influencer in today's day and age, you need to have a lot more substance. You need to have a lot more, uh, you know, behind you than just being just a pretty face or having a beautiful feed. You need to stand for something. You need to be associated with something. You need to really show who you are in digital media because brands have limited dollars and those limited dollars, they really want to give it to people who have longevity uh, and can really build those long-term relationships that go beyond just a pretty picture.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it was so funny, like you said about luxury brands. I've seen Tiffany's commercial last night on TV. I was like, I never seen yeah. this commercial before on TV.
2: Yeah, because it, they and they're all going the influencer route as well. You see brands like Tiffany's. I mean, seeing them do a lot of digital, um, marketing, a lot of influencer gifting right now because they've realized that influencers, you know, if use Properly, and I tell brands this all the time. You know, people come to me, they're like, but how do you see returns with these influencers and stuff?" I'm like, "Listen, like, if you utilize an influencer correctly, and you match the right influencer to the right brand, will you get sales overnight? Sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes, no. But you will get that awareness, and that awareness leads to more consumers, more people knowing about your brand, being more educated about your brand, about your products. So the, the the sales do eventually come, but it takes a minute. You know, so you have to be prepared to kind of like invest in that relationship."
0: some brands expect like success overnight when they partner with yeah them. exactly like no one can guarantee because sometimes of course because people might yeah, like it, like, they might not like it but then someone else might see it later and they might like it so
2: exactly so you know so it really depends and i think a lot of people just want instant results it's it's a generation right we all got used to instant gratification and you know. Things just don't work like that. When I tell people, I was like, look at the really successful brands that were built around you. They took years to find their voice. It took years to get that kind of messaging going and it's consistency. You know, you have to have that again and again and again to really get noticed. So um, I think patience is something younger brands sometimes don't want to necessarily bring to the table and they need to do that. I always tell people be prepared if you're doing influencer marketing or digital strategy to give yourself at least six months to really see returns, sometimes even longer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what are you looking for when you match a brand with an influencer?
2: Um, The biggest thing we look for is obviously that they're both on brand for each other. And the core values that are in the brand are also shared with the influencer. So if you are a brand that stands for sustainability and clean living, then the influencers you're working with should also support those value systems. So it's very important if you're a brand that is more fast fashion, then the girls or the guys you work with also embody that. Same with clean beauty. So it's very important to make sure that the influencer and the brand share, at least on their digital platforms, the same core values. And there's natural synergies between the two
0: what is your advice for startups during those hard times
2: always be open to change nothing is fixed in stone. be open to pivoting we completely pivoted our services we were a very heavily focused event agency and doing a lot of um influencer marketing like in-person events and all and we completely pivoted our, our offerings to digital we were doing a little bit of digital before but we built it like seo you know branding full content creation all within our agency because I was open to change and as able to take the direction the world was giving me. And with everything shifting so much to digital, we're able to do that. So I think young companies need to be open to change. They cannot be stuck on their ideas or married to a certain concept. They have to be open to evolving and going wherever the changing time is going oh, while staying still true to their brand.
0: Yeah. And I think pivoting and being flexible at the right time 100%. always helps. And also, you just launched a new project, We
2: Could you please tell yes. us more about it? So We Are is an incubator for women of color in the beauty, health, wellness space. Uh, we will be incubating two brands over the course of 18 months, 12 months uh, per, per brand. And uh, we'll be getting one branded for six months and then introducing the second. And it's going to be um, and like I mentioned, the health, uh, beauty, wellness sectors. And it's really to add more diversity into these verticals. So when I was researching and looking up like, you know, health brands or wellness brands and stuff, I would not see that much diversity or representation. And I really wanted to spark a change and have more inclusivity in these sectors to really change the dialogue for the next generation. So that's really what that project is about. It's a passion project of mine that came about during COVID. And I really want to give these women equal opportunities, whether that's offering them funding, whether that's offering them mentorship, whether that's offering them marketing, all in one under one roof. And we're one of the only incubators that's going to be coming out, which is approaching incubation from a marketing perspective.
0: That's a great idea. I love the idea behind it. Thank you. What is the best way to grow your brand?
2: Really, honestly, first and foremost, I think people need to know their consumer. So the biggest thing about growing a brand is know who your audience is and your consumer and know how to market to them. Learn how to speak to your audience. And that doesn't speak at them, speak to them and by that means like make sure your marketing and all is very like approachable it's you know it's very friendly it's very educational and then you're you're very strategic about how you create brand awareness and following around your product so really know your consumer and be very strategic about how you create brand awareness what brands are in the highest demand right now uh at leisure I think clean beauty and athleisure is one of the two markets, uh, one of the two huge markets right now, and as well as wellness, everyone's, if anything, the pandemic has shown us that we really need to take care of ourselves and we want to take care of ourselves. So healthcare, wellness brands on a rise. Um, so at athleisure, you know, athleisure brands have been doing extremely, extremely well. Um, people have realized also less is more. So they're going back to the basics. Um, so really things that make people feel good.
0: Mm, that's very interesting what criteria
2: brands go by when they select a budget for campaign um different things it could be what markets do they want to activate in what is the level of influence they want to work with given the kind of roi they want to receive what kind of like digital footprint do they want to create um is this a national campaign or a localized campaign um you know and it it all comes down to like dollars as well like are they do they own the brand themselves and have the marketing budget or are they bringing in an investor? So things like that, it all depends. And really like when it comes to influencer marketing, um, it really comes down to like the brand's budgets and kind of what they want to invest per quarter or per product launch. And a lot of times, you know, we get clients that luckily trust us in the process and we're able to really guide them through the process.
0: What qualities
2: brands look for in influencers? Um, Brands are really looking for people that are more purpose-driven, have more layers to them than just a pretty feed and a pretty picture. People who really speak well to their audience and really can drive home a message and are very engaged with their followers in an authentic way, having a really authentic tone.
0: And why did you decide to start women-only kind of company? What was your background and how did you come up with that I know you have very interesting background as well as I've seen one of the articles you were talking about your heritage and
2: I wanted to create like um, a place for young women to come and get inspired and really be able to find their their voice and their feet in their career no matter what whether they choose to stay with us or whether they choose to go somewhere else Um, you know I'd worked for people who are amazing but I've had a couple of jobs that weren't that great and I always wish I was at a place that I was able to get mentored more and really nurtured into like the direction I wanted to go in. And that's the kind of space I wanted to create created. We are a very young agency still, but that is the direction we're going in. We really want people to be feel like they're seen, they're heard their ideas are noticed. We work with clients that we're extremely passionate about. If we're not passionate about your brand or your product, um, we won't work with you no matter how much money you pay us, because it's really much for us. It's really about connecting with the, with the client. Um, you know, I'm personally involved in most of our clients and I, you know, speak to them on a regular basis. So I really wanted to create an environment that my team comes in, isn't excited to come to work, you know, is passionate to come to work and they want to go that extra mile because they're, they want to be here.
0: Yeah. I love it. Nice. Thank you. Where can our listeners find you, your
2: social handles, all your information? So, um, our website, obviously, um, you know, Iman Design Creative is where you can find all the information about uh, our marketing agency. We are Ren, our website is going to be launching in about two weeks' time. So, anybody who needs to know more about the incubator, what our process is, um, how to get part of the, pro- you know, how to be incubated or how to become an advisor or board member, um, it's all on there. And then um, we will have my social media handle is. Iman double underscore Hassan. I need to get around to changing that, but for now that's what it is. Um, and then Iman Hassan Creative is our is our marketing agency's um, social media handle. Thank you so much, Iman. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Thank for you. Down. Yeah, I'm so excited to, to have done this with you and thank you again so much for your time. Yeah, thank
0: you. That was all for today, guys. And I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Just to remind you, Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Also, if you haven't, subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. And you can DM me on Instagram at any time. It's notbasicblonde underscore or mbbpodcast. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy your day.